Testing, one, two, three, four. Testing. Five, six, seven, eight. Let me hear you. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three, four, five. Testing. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben. Sexy what? <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Getting Ready with Shell. With me is my beautiful wife, Britney Spears. <laughs> You'd be in trouble if Britney Spears was your wife. Oh my gosh. Boy, can she dance. Yeah. This is the show that takes place during broad daylight. Get it? Because you're abroad. What does that make you? A bro. Yeah. So sit back and enjoy me irritating the heck out of my bride, Shelly. Yeah, you'll see what my life is really like, what I have to put up with. Theme song has to go in here somewhere. Okay. Oh. I already wrote it. Okay. The show you're about to hear is called Getting Ready with Shell. Get ready. Are you ready? Ready to work? Are you really ready? Ready to go? What you're actually about to hear is a show which is produced by Shelly's husband, Kevin Butters. Wife Shelly likes to sit down and talk and make sounds that come out of her mouth that happen to do with current events. And it sounds good, it feels good, but I'll tell you what, it makes life a little rough when you have differences of opinions on a lot of things, but you go ahead and keep on going on anyway, because you love her so much, and no matter what she says, you gotta go with it, because if you don't, then you have issues like anger and stress and going balls and getting fatter, and you just can't help that, so sit back and enjoy getting ready with Shell. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's Friday, my favorite day of the week. Mine too, actually. Yeah. Very long work week. Why? Very stressful. Why? Because I work in a stressful job. Do they know it? Yes, they know it. It's have stressful you, for everybody. Have you told them? They don't know it's stressful. Everybody that works there knows it's a stressful place to work. Would, is there any way of unstressing it? Acting silly, being funny, buying cupcakes in the morning, donuts? No, there's too much donuts and stuff there anyway. Coffee? That's why we're all... Irritated because we have too many sweets. You're irritated? Irritated. I don't drink coffee. You know that. Maybe if you started, that would take away some of the irritation. I can't drink. And I'm not supposed to drink caffeine. Why not? Because of my ulcers. When I saw my GI this last week, he told me I can go back. I don't have to eat low fiber anymore, but no caffeine. Ever? Got to be really careful. I mean, if I have a soda once in a while or a tea or something, but he said I can drink green tea. But I'm supposed to stay away from caffeine because it can irritate your stomach. So, For life? Yes. Why are you so, yelling at me? <laughs> because I just told you that. So, no Man. more diet do, which I'm so sad about. Yeah, so you lose some of your hictum. Oh, I love Diet Mountain Dew. Take off your baseball so cap and come off the mountain in your Ford. But you know, out in the Midwest and in the South, they have they sell caffeine-free Diet Mountain Dew. I don't know why they don't sell it here. Then I'd be happy. You need to talk to Big Dew. Big Dew, yeah. Start selling it out here. Wonder if uh, we can get their attention. I don't know. How have you been? Well, we, we're going to do different sections. This whole show is revamped. New music, new segments, new everything. Wow. All for you because I love you so much. And I'm not even getting ready to go anywhere. It's still getting ready with Shell. What am I getting ready to do? We're getting ready to listen to you. Oh, okay. It takes a long way. <laughs> Let me do this so you can look at me. Okay. Why do I want to look at you? I look at you all the time. If you keep your mouth pointed, I think you'll be okay. I can't. 
point my mouth at the mic and look at you at the same time. Am I supposed to look at you out of the corner of my eye? So we have... (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at you. (laughs) I've got stomach cramps. Stomach cramps is next. Stomach cramps? This is things that are bothering you or rants. Oh. We only get one each. Okay. Son of a bitch. You know what bothers me? Is... <laughs> You're not the only one. I take a lot out when I record with my buddy Jeff. Uh-uh. Uh, maybe one or two with Doug. Ferg can throw in about six or seven per episode. <laughs> but you do it every sentence. I don't know why. Because when people think, they don't know what to do, so they make a noise to let you know that they're participating. Mm. It's a it's a psychological. Is mistake. that why you fart all the time? You know why I fart all the time? <laughs> to sweeten our relationship. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, why, why don't you go first? Because I got to think about this. Well, because the things that bother me right now maybe might be too like like your husband too. Uh, I don't know, get po- you in trouble. Political. Oh, don't worry about politics because you just saw the news. Don't, don't. No, it's not. It was what I the Time Magazine thing. I don't want to get into that. Oh, you can't. Yeah. No. Uh, so I got to think of something else. All right. Well, let me continue. Uh, okay. Let me think. What is bothering me this week? I'll tell you what's giving me stomach cramps, Shelly. What? The other day I had to call the cops. I had to call the popo on a gentleman who decided to use our lake as a, a landing strip for his boat. Honey, that's a state lake. That can fly. Let me tell you what happened. I'm sitting here minding my business, right? Apparently not if you're looking out the window gawking at people on their boats. <laughs> no, go ahead. And I was minding my business, and I was just sitting here minding my business, right? You know what I'm saying? So I was minding my business. And uh, and I hear what sounds like a Harley Davidson startup. <laughs> And it was across the lake. I mean, it was across the lake. And I looked and I said, oh my gosh, that's a boat. I said it to myself. And I freaked out. Why? There's boats on the lake all the time. This is not your usual boat. This boat was built for racing in rivers. And like on ESPN. And it was huge. And it had two jet water jet thingies on the back. And when it hit the gas, it it made this room rumble. Jeez. And it went... So people wouldn't... It's not even like the type of boat people would use to water ski or anything. Not at all. So I call the popo. Now, I don't know whether my rant's about the boat or the popo. I'm going to lead a little bit... I'm going to say 50-50 because the popo around here, I don't care what kind of patriotic thing you have for the police or whatever um stay out of my town because they need some training they're just terrible i find them hiding every place when i'm driving around delivering they're hiding in the most okay get on with your story oh this is frustrating they don't do squat so i call them up and i was like i have a guy out here and he's uh, uh he's doing like 90 miles an hour up and down this thing like crazy he's got to be doing at least 60 to 80 and uh and he's like <laughs> When you hear him turn around and take some 15 seconds to get back and forth. Yeah, I was going to say, this isn't that big of a leak. Yeah, he was he was just crazy. And I told the police that. 
And the guy goes, well, I don't think there's any uh, speed re restrictions on your lake. And then the guy behind him goes, yes, there is, Carl. <laughs> yes, there is. I think it's like 20. Yeah, something I think like it's that. something like that. And, uh, and he's like, I guess there is. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is why you're on the phone, Officer Carl. <laughs> um, that's why you're pushing pencils. And uh, so... I'm not sure if they send somebody out or not. It looks like a car came over there and talked to the guy. But mm. I don't know if he was like, cool boat. You know, I don't know. I couldn't see any antennas on the car. So did you see anybody pull up with a trailer and, or was it somebody that lives on the lake? No, it was think? somebody. He, it was he a pulled young up kid, over there. Oh. A young punk kid. So he pulled up. And, and his girlfriend in a truck. Oh. And uh, Jeez. back and forth three or four times, got on it and left. This is the second time he's come. He's not going to be able to do that this summer because there's going to be too many kayakers and water skiers and everybody else, people. Um, I don't care what your nationality is if you want to be a kayak. But And people, you know, doing the, uh, what is it? Sorry. You know my other ranch? Tubing. You know, like when they tube, there's too many people out doing that. You can't have a boat like that out there. No, because you're going to kill somebody. Yeah. You're going to lop someone's yeah. head off. That's where the term what lop if he ran into came a from. jet skier or something, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. Well, the kid is obviously rich and yeah. filthy rich. And I mean filthy rich because his truck was dirty. Oh, geez. It's a nice truck, but it was dirty. So my rant is, um, the other day I had to go see my new um, gastroenterologist. So I get to my appointment. He comes in, examines me, tells me all this stuff, and... You know about new exams. I have to have an. I have to have another endoscopy, uh, yeah. ultrasound endoscopy. I have to have a colonoscopy. All this stuff. He just wants to shove tubes in any so hole. He was telling me all about that. So when he was done, he said, "He said, don't leave. Stay here, and I'll be right back." Right. So I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. My appointment was at three thirty. Oh yeah, this is a good room. Sitting there, sitting there, probably fifteen twenty minutes. I look at my clock. It's almost five. It's like 10 to five. And I'm like, I've been sitting here at least 20 minutes to a half an hour. Hello. So I finally opened up the door. I looked in the hall. I didn't see anybody. And I walked <laughs> down the hall a little bit. And I'm looking. And then I saw the receptionist. And I'm like, I think the doctor forgot about me. And she goes, oh, you're still here? I am so sorry. And pretty soon his assistant, the, you know, that comes and does everything, she comes, I'm so sorry. We didn't know you were still here. Overbooked. So he just got busy doing something else, I guess. I don't know. This is the first That's... time I saw this doctor. I mean, I really liked him, but I was like, oh my gosh, I could have probably been out of here. Was he cute? A half an hour ago. I'm an older guy. I don't know. Was he attractive? No. The... No, he's my gastroenterologist. I don't care if he's what he looks like. Wow. But anyway, um, yeah, so that was my that was my rant. I mean, I know they're busy, but when we go see a doctor, we're busy too. I don't have time to sit there an hour and a half. So I got my appointment was at three thirty. I didn't get out there till five o'clock. Did you get your money back? No. He Why? Said, he took your money. Of course, because he did what he was supposed to do. He examined me. He yeah, did but he, he took your to. money while you should have been back at work. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I saw him for five minutes. If he did his job, I have to pay my copay. <sighs> That's the way that works. I wonder if he's charging you for that extra hour. So. They don't charge by the hour, charge by the visit. But anyway, that was irritating to me because I, I hate that. It's like, especially, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I figured he was making, you know, making my appointments for my other endoscopy and, you know, 
figuring out when I can come in for my colonoscopy and all this stuff. No, he, he forgot came. you existed. Yeah, he forgot all about me. So that was my rant. That was irritating to me. That's it. I bet you if you were like 18 years old and had cleavage from here to South Cambodia, he'd be all over it. Would have been back in five minutes. Hey, you come back now tomorrow, and we'll get that endo <laughs> endoscopy started. I, I don't think he would have been interested. Why? Oh, I think he plays for the other team. <laughs> oh, that's that's quite different, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I bet if you were an eighteen, never mind. Never mind. Let's not go there. All right, so it's time now for weird news. Okay. How about some weird news? Hey, guess what, sweetheart? What? Cops found 10 pounds of pot wrongly sent to the Pennsylvania pastor. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, in Yeadon, PA. <laughs> that's close to saying Weedon, PA. Uh, police are trying to determine who shipped 10 pounds of marijuana from California to the pastor in the Philadelphia suburbs. Oh, my goodness. How do they know the pastor didn't order it? Hey, I know a pastor, and that pastor is a saint. Well, you know, it's supposed to be so wonderful now and going to be legal. So Going to be? Yeah. It's mostly isn't. I don't know. It's disgusting. You don't like weed, do you? No, I don't. And as much pain as I am in from my fibromyalgia and my arthritis and my psoriasis, I would never, ever use it for pain. What if it was in pill form and there was no high to it? Then I might consider it. But otherwise, no way. And then way. you smoked it. Nope. I would nope. I don't believe in it and I think it's I think it's this country going to hell by legalizing it more. Mm-hmm. It just that's all we need. Everybody people are killing people on the highways from drinking and driving. Now let's get high and drive and uh, just just disgusting to me. Did you hear that the uh the pet shop that was in the film Rocky, uh, all the films, Rocky films, was demolished. The Philadelphia storefront featured prominently in the Rocky films has been demolished. They took it down. Why did they do that? I bet you 100 bucks there wasn't enough bidness. Oh, Not enough pets to sell. <laughs> People buying your pets on Amazon. You know, Adrian, they, could, yeah. they, they knocked down the pet store, Adrian. As a matter of okay. fact, we have Sylvester Stallone. With us on the telephone. Oh. I never got to read any weird news. You never have. I always tell you What's about them and you show? comment. I don't give a sh. I've, you always just commented on that. I read the stories and you talked. Would you like to read a story, <laughs> Shelley? I thought we took turns. We never took turns, ever. Would you like to take Whose a show turn? is this, Kev? Is it getting ready with Kev? Who owns all of the equipment? I do, Who baby. Who is the one who sets up the template and does the music work then and the production? Then you should call it getting ready with Kev. Edit, you know what? And Shell is I a I should call it, look who I visitor. married. You want to do one? <laughs> Find something good. Uh I could I could read any of these. I want to read about the Starbucks barista. Go for it. Okay. A Starbucks barista has a meltdown over a unicorn frappuccino. What's a barista? A barista is your coffee maker, the person who does your coffee. That's a barista? That's a barista. I thought it was some kind of French no. nude dancer. No. 
A Starbucks barista has taken to social media hoping to make orders for the coffee change for the coffee chains. Let me read it over. A Starbucks unicorn frac a fuckachino, honey. A Starbucks barista has taken to social media hoping to make orders for the coffee chains much buzzed about unicorn frappuccino disappear. I didn't even know they had a unicorn I didn't. I didn't really give a crap. What is it? It's obviously... The unicorn frappuccino is a sweet and sour pink and blue cream swirl topped with what Starbucks calls fairy powder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The barista says in the video that Making the treat left him with sticky hands and residue from the drink stuck to his clothes and in his hair. And he said that he's never been so stressed out. He was working and he got dirty. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Poor little snowflake. You know what? He wanted to become a uh, barista so bad when he was a kid. Yeah. But he never knew it would involve stickiness. Poor little snowflake. I don't even know. What happened to people just drinking regular coffee? (laughs) I don't understand it. All right. I'll read one, and you read one, and we're finished with the news. I thought you already read one. I'll read one more. You want to read one more? No. Cockfighting in Cuba. (laughs) Just want to read the headline. Okay, let's see what else we got. Sounds like a rock band. Thank you for coming out. We were cockfighting in Cuba. <laughs> Real bad mariachi band. Excuse me. Police donate 19th century cannonball found among antiques. They dentonate. Let me do that. Donate. What a, let me read it again. <laughs> Police detonate. Police detonate a 19th century cannonball found among antiques. Oh, my gosh. An antique collector in Massachusetts says he didn't realize that he had an explosive 19th century cannonball sitting in his home until a bomb squad had to detonate it. Now, I what? You wouldn't know it was a cannonball? And who was walking by outside and went, you know what? We should call the bomb squad. Let's find out more. Let's find out, yes. WFXT-TV reports that Bruce Westcott of Hull took the cannonball to a gun store Wednesday trying to sell it. He found the explosive, which he believed to be from the Civil War, in a box of antiques he bought earlier in the year, but he never looked through. He said the owner of the gun store told him the cannonball cannonball was potentially dangerous and asked him to leave. (laughs) That cannonball's dangerous, and I would like you to leave my store, sir. So he took the cannonball home and called the police, who told him not to touch it. So his neighbors were evacuated as the state police bomb squad removed the device and took it to a landfill and blew it up. Well, that's ridiculous. What could happen? I guess I'm dumb. I never knew cannonballs blew up. Of course they blew up. I didn't know they blew up. I thought they just shot out Did and you see you in the any head. of the Looney Tunes growing up? I oh. thought it was the... Fire, fire from the from the shot. I thought they put like gunpowder or something in the cannon and then shot the ball out and the ball would hit people and conk them out. Or <laughs> I just saw a small dramatic play performed by my wife. Good Lord. I didn't know they blew up. Now we're going on to listener messages and then we'll end the show. 
<laughs> How about some listener kind words? These are messages sent by you guys, the listeners, either via Facebook or uh, messages sent to us. And we'll take turns reading them. Okay. okay. I'll do number one. Okay. If it's okay, or do you want to? Wait, I get the second little little one sentence. All right, you go number one. <laughs> take number one. Take number one. Take it. Take it all, baby. Take it no, all. No, I'll do number two. Go no, ahead. take number one, because you'll do better reading uh, Brian's thing. Okay. Jeff DeMarco says, you guys are great. I really enjoyed listening to this. Exclamation point. He didn't listen to the exclamation point. had a point. certain sweetness to it that made it impossible not to grin over. Can't wait to hear more. And that's why we're sweetness? recording tonight. What sweetness? Your sweetness. Oh. You're a big bottle of sweetness. Oh, yes. I know. I'm really sweet when I'm over here bitching about things. <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> Kim, a friend of yours from work. Yes. And also a friend of mine. And an extremely gorgeous lady. <laughs> she is. She is. Uh, says, dynamic duo, dot, dot, dot. How entertaining. Mm-hmm. And there's a little heart on the end. No, it's not how entertaining. It's how entertaining. Because it's got double exclamation points. <laughs> Go ahead, child, number three. Thank you, Kim. Brian, Kevin's and my friend, said... My close friend, too. Very good, but you need to get you need a fax checker, LOL. People in Connecticut are known as nutmeggers. Yes, that's where Why we... Why are we called nutmeggers? I don't know. Also, if you want to go see the tavern in Guilford, you would have to go down, not up because to Guilford, because you are north of Guilford. I don't know Connecticut that well. I've only been to Guilford Would once, you stop defending so yourself, read the letter, and then we'll talk... Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you talk about someone on your show... Aren't you supposed to give them some compensation? I will private message you my address and will be waiting by my mailbox for the check. Yes, I'm going to be rich. L-M-A-O. Um, he's laughing his buttocks off. Yes. Okay, let's start in the beginning of it. People in Connecticut are known as nutmeggers because we are the nutmeg state. I know, but why? Why not? Well, what is, is nutmeg grown here? Is that, is that our main crop when did you turn into stephen hawking <laughs> i don't know why we're called nutmeggers and why would we be nutmeggers when every other state i'm from nebraska i'm a nebraskan you're a virginian yeah you're a uh iowan i would why, be why a would connecticut and why would all of a sudden we be nutmaker nutmeg okay where well, i so i'm a nutmegger now okay and then the other part that you seem to get lost on is um yeah we're still learning but he's helping us that's fine learning about north and south and no you don't get any money number four keith hetsley <laughs> he says yeah now keith hetsley is a huge fan of, i know of thank your you voice. keith he said that you had a sultry voice oh thank you keith you're very sweet. <laughs> the real star and voice of Zerbinator Land has returned. Yeah, baby. Nice to have Shelly back. And recording with that other guy, Jerry, right? <laughs> Just kidding, Kevin. Nice to know that Shelly is getting out and getting ready to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let her out of the house more often. I should. <laughs> I really should. Can't leave me chained up down in the laundry room anymore. Yeah, I like to keep you where you is. Yeah, so that was nice that That's, people commented on our little show. 
our little show. Yes, our little show. Hey, Except for Brian. You, I want you to see our little show. <laughs> Except for Brian and his complaining. Bribbon. <laughs> he likes to complain. <laughs> Just wait till we come to your house for game night next time. I'm going to really complain. What are you going to complain about? I'll complain about everything. <laughs> you can't complain about his house. It's beautiful. I always, or his lasagna, which is delicious. Can't complain about his clothes. He actually dresses pretty snappy. His family's nice. The dogs are so cute. Mm, I'd Uh, find something to complain about. Complain about the color of his ceiling. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for listening again. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so at instrumentally at gmail.com or go to Zerbinatorland on Facebook and give us a hey-who and what-what. Or you can go to zerbinator.wordpress.com and hit the contact up on the menu and then write us a letter. Because we would love to hear from you and Shelly would love to answer your questions. Yes, I would. She's omnipotent. <laughs> right. She knows everything. <laughs> Baby Buddha, right yes. here. Yes. Live. <laughs> pre-recorded right here. Oh, and I forgot to say, this is recorded pre-recorded live. Right here in KMAC Studios. In Middlefield, Connecticut. In the heart of Connecticut. In association with Bezik Lake. Yes. Right, Our beautiful, Jerry? beautiful lake. So thank you for listening, Shelley. Thank you again for another show, Kev. You're welcome. Now, join us next time when Shelley says, Don't make me wait in the doctor's office. <laughs> All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.